0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back for another blessful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. I am your host, Timothy Bell. Thanks for joining in this week for episode 128. This week's message is, Live as those made alive in Christ. Hi, everyone. Welcome, welcome back for this blessful and wonderful encouraging message coming forth today Um, it's another wonderful day you know uh, we, we must really begin to receive each and every day that is blessed unto us as a joyful gift from that of the Lord because life is blessful life within itself is the most wonderful gift there is that can be given Because without life, there's no opportunity. And so without opportunity, there's no change. And I know you hear that and you say, well, bro, that, I don't don't get that. Let me just say this in simply, simply, simply terms. Be grateful for the life that is gifted unto you. Each and every day. Be thankful that you awaken. At the beginning of each and every day. Be thankful that you awaken. And that you awaken. In wholeness. And that a body. Mind. Spirit and soul. Because. There are those who. Waken to chaos. Each and every day. And I'm not just talking about the chaos of someone getting randomly shot or having to deal with a screaming neighbor or or a neighbor that plays the music loud or, or 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 neighbors that fight all the time or the drug dealers on the corner. You know, or standing outside your building or, you know, waking up knowing that you got to go to the grocery store down the corner to get some milk or get cereal or whatever. And you got to deal with whatever, whatever you got to deal with, you know, along the course of that journey. There are people in other countries who wake up. They wake up. They don't have walls. They don't have a roof. They don't have the ability to go to the store to get something to eat. My brothers and sisters, there are those don't know if they're going to wake up. They're in the middle of war zones. We must be grateful for what has been blessed unto us each and every day. And I know that there are some who will listen to this message? And they will they will say, "Well, you know, bro Tim, I, I I have some things that I deal with, you know, each and every day. You know, I have to deal with this 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 commute to work. You know, I have to I have to walk to the bus bus stop. I have to walk, you know, to the subway. I got to walk to this. I got to walk to that. And I have to deal with these things along the way." See, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You deal with life issues. And life issues are forever changing. There's no way to sit and really truly predict what's going to take place in your life. You can speak it. And when you speak it and release it into the atmosphere. You are speaking something into existence, but then you must confirm and reconfirm what you have spoken. So when you get up in the morning, you awaken to whatever is waiting to challenge you. You say, well, here I go. I got to deal with this again today. My brothers and sisters, when you get up in the morning, begin to speak your day. You want your day to go well, you speak it. You don't want to deal with certain things along the way, speak it. And what I mean, I say about not dealing with certain things, God may have put you, thank you, Jesus, God may have put you in a season for you to deal with some things and you can't get away from those things until you have allowed that season to take its course. Now, that doesn't mean that anything that takes place or that is challenging you is going to hurt you. That just means that's God's way of refining you. That's God's way of purifying you, purging you. I know, you know, the scripture that says, and I'm just going to just paraphrase this a little bit for you so you can get what I'm saying. The Lord says, I am the vine. You cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me and those who remain in me will be fruitful. My father is the gardener. And he purges, he cuts away that that does not bear fruit. He purges. So, people of God, that's the same concept. Refining, purifying gold. That's what they do with gold. They they, they, they purify it. They put it in a the furnace. They heat it. They purify it. They get all these unnecessary essential minerals. And they purify it to its purest content. And that's what God is doing. He's purifying you, he's purging you. So that that what he has created in you, what he has bestowed and set in you, can be shown to be tremendously manifesting. People of God. God is wanting to purify you. He's wanting to purge you. He's taking you through steps so that he can do that. But this is the thing. We go back and we go back to where you've heard me say in previous episodes. Trust the process. When you get up every morning, speak it. Speak a day. You know, speak protection. Speak wealth, peace. You know, speak strength. Speak health. Over your day. And over your loved ones. This is something you should be doing anyway. I, I, I know some of you will agree with me. You know, I know you will say, well, brother, tell me, you know, I, I speak over my children all the time. That's good. Especially in the morning. Especially in the morning. In the morning and in that night. You definitely want to be doing that. You want to speak over them. You want to pray over them. You watch them go to bed. You send them to bed. You tuck them in. Whatever it is, your routine is. You want to take a couple of minutes and just, you know, as you're as you're saying good night to them, or as you're kissing them good night, you want to just say a quick prayer. Just say a quick prayer. And and if you don't feel comfortable doing that, standing there over your children, just pray. Amen. Just pray. You know your children. You know their name. You know you know this stuff. Come on, people. All you're doing is in the morning you're speaking something. Throughout the day, you're reconfirming it. And then at night, you're speaking it again. And I know you can say, "Well, I'm okay, where are you going with this? I'm not. I'm not getting what you're trying to do. I'm not getting what you're trying to say." Live as those made alive in Christ. Live your life as that which has been made alive in Christ. All that which was is no longer because you have allowed it to be purged from you. You have accepted the Lord Christ Jesus as your Savior, as your Lord. You believe that he was crucified on the cross so that your sins can be wiped clean, that you can be freed from the slavery of sin. Within believing that and accepting that, along with your day that begins, confess your life in Christ. Confess that he is alive. And that you are alive with him and that all that he has spoken it says by my stripes you are healed you speak that you claim that and you speak it. you confess it and you say I receive it I declare I decree it and I claim it I claim it not just for myself but I claim it for my children I claim it for my children's children I claim it for my family for my bloodline people of God the devil is sitting waiting for every opportunity to trip you up just look around you and look at the things that are going on look at what's taking place around the world look at what's taking place right in your own community those that lurk in the darkness are no longer lurking In the darkness. my God. They are boldly coming into the light. So with their boldness, you must meet boldness. Amen. So you must be bold in that of the Lord. Confess your day. Speak it. Declare it and decree it and then through the day, reconfirm it. Stand on it. You speak, you don't have a good day. You speak, you do have a wonderful day, a blessed day. But then you get the word. I mean, matter of fact, you ain't even got the word yet. You're commuting. You're driving. Somebody cut you off. What's the first thing you're going to do? Oh, that's some you side. size. Dude. You blip, 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 blip. But you said that you're going to have a good day. <laughs> you said that your day was wonderful and joyous. Well, you know, now that person cut me. Okay, yeah, they cut you off. But because they cut you off, that does not mean that you jump out of that of your peace. See, you you, you was at home. You was in peace. You was in your zone of peace. Your spirit was centered. You get what I'm saying? Your spirit was centered. And you were ready. So you allow the little thing of someone just zip, zipping in front of you and then you go, ah, did they hit you? Okay, they didn't hit you. I get it. You can say, well, you know, they came close, they could hit me, you know, no, 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 you know, they acting stupid and that. Yeah, okay. Well, granted. But people like God, sometimes we overact in situations. And that, it's that overacting that calls us to step out of that of the peacefulness of the Lord, to step out of that of the likeness of the our Father. And that what we have spoken, we're, we're causing it to be null and void because, see, and, and we're not walking in alignment with it. We're not reconfirming it. Because reconfirming what you're speaking is not just mean you're speaking it again, it means also that you're walking in it. So when you speak what you spoke to start your day and as you go along your day, you're driving somebody to cut you off, don't flip out because it's that flipping out that's going to cause you to to step outside of what you spoke over your day. Now that doesn't mean I'm not saying that um, not to be safe. I'm not saying that, you know, don't do things to take steps to, you know, precaution to, that you're making it through your, your you know, your commute to work or wherever it is you're going safely. You must be mindful, attentive, aware. Okay, you know that people do that. You know that they cut people off. You know that happens. You know it happens. So be, just be prepared for it. Be prepared and just pray. You know, speak it. I speak that no one will cut me off. I speak that if that even happens, that it will bring no harm nigher of me. It will not cause me to step out of the peacefulness of that of our Lord. You speak it. And then when you speak it, you confirm it. You reconfirm it as you go about your day. But not only by speaking it, but you got to walk it as well. Because it's along with what you have spoken that your actions will confirm y'all ain't get me, let me say it again it's along what you have spoken that your actions will reconfirm my God because see, even though you spoke it the devil's still going to try to come at you it's a given, he coming at you anyway because you are a child of God so it's a given (laughs) You, you, you got that mark on you anyway Period. If you don't do nothing, don't speak nothing, the devil's got it out for you. And he really got it out for you if you got an anointing seriously on your life. You know, hey, what do you want me to say? I'm not. I'm not sugarcoating this, but at the same time, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just speaking reality and I'm speaking facts. Some of you already know what I'm talking about. You see people's lives, you see the man and woman of God, you say, okay, the ministry is striving, But you don't know what they are going through. You don't know the attacks that have come upon their lives. You don't know the temptations. That's why you must pray. The Bible even says that you pray for those bring forth the word of God. You pray for them and keep them in goodness before God. Come on, people of God. So if you're doing that, you need to do that for yourself as well because although you may have not been called to the standards of what they have been called to, still, nonetheless, you have been called. You have been called as a servant of God so if you've been called to a ministry to serve the man and woman of God to help carry out that which the vision has been given unto them, you still are going to be on the attack because see keep in mind, the devil is looking he's lurking, waiting for any and every opportunity that he can use to his advantage to hinder or completely take out those who assignment is for that of the kingdom of God. So let's get back to what I was saying about blessedness of life. When you're waking in the morning, be thankful that you're awoken. And upon your awakening, upon you getting up out of the bed, you know, you sit on the side of the bed or, or whether you stand whatever it is your routine is when you get up, be thankful for that. You can have a, a as they say, the phrase that everybody like to use. Man, you know, I got a million things going on. And I just, da 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 Take a second. Take a minute to pray. Take a minute to be thankful. And in his course with thanksgiving. In his case with praise. People of God. In your prayers, be thankful to awaken. You see, when I get up in the morning, I'm thankful. You know, I do my routine and yes and everything. But when I get into my prayer time, I am thankful. I thank the Lord for awakening me and awakening me in sound and right mind, giving unto me wholeness in my body and that of health, strength, and mobility. You see, I'm thankful to be alive because I know that things happen at the blink of an eye. Anything can happen. And it's not necessarily you getting hit by a stray bullet or by a bullet that's meant, you know, by somebody who the shooting you know or being in an accident accident, and getting you know getting killed or, 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 or suffering some severe trauma from an accident and then you die at the hospital or you die on the way at the hospital people of God anything is possible that's why I'm telling you now when you wake up in the morning be thankful for life because without life there's no opportunity but with life, with life, there's a million opportunities. You have an opportunity, you have a change to take advantage of. When you don't have life and you have no opportunity, there's no change to take advantage of. So people of God, you say, well, you know, I got this going on, you know, man, this thing, you know, I'm getting tired, this, 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 this. You know, I got to deal with this in the morning. I get, okay, cool. You got to deal with it. But when you awaken, the first thing you need to do is be thankful for life. The second thing you do is you speak over your day. And whatever it is that you know that you're, going to, that you're waking up to, whatever situation that you know you got to handle first thing in the morning, whatever challenge that is facing you, uh, whether it be when you get into work, you got an assignment that you got to deal with, you know, that's a challenge because it's challenging your very ability to do your job. People of God, Don't don't be weary in your challenges. Don't be fearful because of the situation that's coming upon you. Don't lose it because of life-changing issues have taken place. Be strong and pray without ceasing. Amen? And release it unto your heavenly Father. And that yoke, the heaviness that you're taking, Release it unto the Lord. Because he has said, take upon me. He says that. He says, take upon you my yoke. Because my yoke is easy to bear. We get so caught up sometimes. That we forget that we're children of God. We forget the authority that we have. I'm guilty. You know, hey, I'll raise my hand. I'll raise my hand. And I don't know what I raise my hand. But I will stand up. And walk to the front of the class and say... I'm guilty because I've been there. I've been there. I have totally stepped out of that, which is given unto me as a child of God. And I have totally went off sometimes. You know, not, not 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 me now. I'm talking about me before, you know, how I used to be. I'm not like that now. But I will tell you and I will be open and I'm transparent with you. I have had my moments recently, but I thank the Holy Spirit for keeping me in remembrance of not just who I am, but whom I am, helping me to deal with whatever takes place, whatever unfolds before me in the course of my day as I journey. Because see, people of God, we must walk in that authority that has been bestowed unto us you say, you know, all this, man, I don't believe in all that stuff and this and this and that and that. Let me say this to you. You have confidence, right? Okay. So what do you have confidence in? Well, I got confidence in myself. Okay. You got confidence in yourself. You're created by the very mighty Sovereign God. The one and true living God. There's a confidence that's instilled in you. Where does that confidence come from? That comes from the part of that which is created of you. So you were created from God. So that which you have is from God. So the confidence that you have is from God. So you sit and say, well, you know, I'm confident. Yeah, you're confident. But why are you confident? Why are you able to be confident? People, See, I can go with this right here. And, 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 and I'm telling you what I'm trying to say, what I'm really trying to get at when I talk about that right there is I'm talking about you are the creation of God. Our Heavenly Father. That which is of you is what he created. So what the ability, the abilities that you have is the abilities that he gave unto you. I'm gonna have to break this down a little bit more for you because you know I want to go ahead and get into my message, but let me go ahead and say it like this. We sit and we take so much confidence in ourselves, (laughs) my God, that we forget it's because of our heavenly father that we have that confidence. See, we sitting there, we sitting there giving credit to ourselves when it's God that we should be giving the credit to. Y'all ain't listening to me. You're not listening to me. Oh my God. Give all shout out. Give all my God. People of God, let me get into my message. Let me get into my message. But let me tell you this right here. you wake in the morning. Be thankful for you. Have life. Secondly, Secondly, speak upon your day oh my God. listen to me now, listen to me now that's important because see the devil what the devil is trying to get you to do when all you have all these things that are that 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 are slated against you the devil's trying to get you to 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 walk in a mind frame that you're drowning. That you're drowning in all these situations that have come and arisen to you. You're drowning because all these life issues are changing. You're drowning, people of God, and nobody's gonna throw you a lifesaver. Well, see, that's what the devil's wrong. Because see, the Lord, my God, the Lord thy savior, thy deliverer, <laughs> death or shaker our warrior on the battlefield. He is our lifesaver. Come on now. Y'all ain't getting to me right now. All you got to do is cry out to him. Did he not say, does not the word say that he sees the righteous and his ear is attentive to their cry? So people of God, come on now. So, will the Lord not save you if you're sitting there about to drown in the things that have come forth before you? And see, that's the mindset that the devil will try to get you to have is that you're drowning. So, you can go down in depression, oppression. Throw in your soul. But I'm telling you right now, don't throw in your soul. Because see, throwing in your soul symbolizes throwing in the towel. You know, everybody knows about the boxing and then, you know, the the trainer, the coach, see his boxer, you know, in trouble. And he knows that he can't get out of it. He knows that he's going to lose. So what does he do? He throws in the towel, that white towel that symbolizes I give up. I surrender. I forfeit. People of God, in this case, it's your soul that you're throwing in. I surrender. Take my soul. I'm done. I can't do what I, I, I know. No. No. Do not surrender your soul. Hear me now. Because we have a lifesaver. And that lifesaver is Christ Jesus. But see, we, we we're so caught up in the mindset that the devil try to bring upon us that we don't understand that Christ is there. It says in the word that he sees the righteous and his ears is attentive to their cries. So all you got to do is open your mouth. All you got to do is just speak. The Lord hears you and he's in moving. He's in in transitioning. You see, the power of God, the word of God is forever moving. That's why it says in the scripture says the word is alive. It says he is the word. He is the living word. The word is constantly moving. It's alive. People look okay, you know what? Let me mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. My God, my God. Heavenly Father. I submit myself today as a humble servant unto your kingdom. Humble and meek, I am thankful that you see me worthy to bring forth that of your encouraging word unto your people. It is my deepest desires and that of my heart-filled prayers that those that come across the messages that you bestow upon me to release, that it will bring blessings unto their lives, that it will reveal unto them that which you desire them to know and receive, that it will be a blessing unto their lives as you have slated it to be in your plans over their lives. Life is forever learning. We're constantly learning. Father God, help us. Help us to learn. Help us to have an understanding of your word and of you. Bless unto us that of your knowledgeable wisdom that we may be able to continue our journey in that which you have plan it out for us to do. In the way that you're desiring us to prosper. Because, Father God, there's much that's taking place in this world. And in the things that are taking place around us, with some, it's devastating. And it's hurting unto us. It's distracting us. Causing us to go astray. Causing some to throw in the towel. Or throw in their souls. And I know that's not your desire. For you desire that none. That none should be lost. Father God. In these words that come forth today in this message. I pray that those who come across this episode will be receiveth of his content as you desire, that it will touch their lives as you desire, and work in them as you have spoken to be. I know not everyone will be able to discern this message in the same way. But I know that there's content within for everyone that listens. So I pray That they're listening with an open mind, open heart, and their spirits are open to be received. So that there's perceiving to receive and that there's discerning to be able to walk out. Father God, I pray for each and every person that is desiring for a better life. I pray for everyone that as they awaken in the morning, that they're able to be joyful because they have awoken. They have awoken alive and to see the value in that. And as they see the value in that, to give thanks, to give praise and to speak their day and stand in confidence of that. That that which they have spoken, that which they have given unto you, that you're more than capable and able to follow through, to bestow, to bring forth manifestation, that it be so. And that they can walk through their day in trusting, in trusting that they're safe, that they're healthy, and that which they have spoken should be a manifestation in their lives. Father God, I pray for those who are receiving this message, seeking guidance, seeking comfort because of the things that they're hearing, the things that they're seeing, all that which they're witnessing. Heavenly Father, let them find comfort in that of you. Let there be peace in their minds and joyfulness in their spirits as they go about carrying out their assignment for your kingdom. There's a lot of uncertainty around us in this world. But I pray that my brothers and sisters in Christ will understand that there is no uncertainty in that of your kingdom. We are not serving an uncertain God. And that we just need to stand stand strong stand firm allow our faith allow our faith to grow and to be the manifestation of blessings in our lives it's this that I speak to be so it's this that I declare and I decree and petition unto your throne room In the name of Jesus. Amen. Welcome, my brothers and sisters. Welcome. Thank you for taking time out of your day to be received of this week's message. We're on episode 128. Um, Our message for this week. Live as those made alive in Christ. Mm, My God. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Live as those made alive in Christ. Wow. Just to think about that for a moment. Because we face so much throughout the day, we see things and we ask ourselves, wow, what is this world coming to? People of God, don't forget that you are a child of the almighty God. Be thankful for the day that's blessed unto you and speak over your day. That's very important right now in the times that we're in. Be thankful for the day, the days that are blessed unto you and speak over them and reconfirm throughout the day. Amen. Live as those made alive in Christ. Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above what Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Let your minds, my God, be set on things above. See, I added that in, but the word actually says set your minds on things above, but let your minds be set on things above. Let your minds be set on it because let your spirit govern because your spirit is trying to govern, but you're caught up and the devil sees you caught up and he's trying to keep you caught up. So let your minds, or as the word says, set your minds on things above not on earthly things for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ and God see when you confess the Lord as your Savior you gave your life to Christ at that moment everything that was of you and that was seen of you and was of you died I mean that all the old Everything is gone. You are a new. A new creature being. So that's what that means by. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ and God. It says when Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immortality impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Those are idols. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must also rid yourself of all such things as deeds, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Wow, people of God, we want so much for our lives to be good and change. And see, as I'm, as I'm reading this to you, see, I took this in. I took this in today and taking time to prepare this message. And I read this and, um, and I'm sure it's, it's hitting some of you. It's making you think. It did the same thing to me. It made me think of what is my life like? What am I doing? That coincides with what this word is saying that I shouldn't be doing. Have I totally got rid of this in my life? Or is it trying to rejudicate every time I get into a situation or confrontation? Just like I spoke, you know, earlier about speaking your day, speaking over your day. and But then you go out and one sl- slight thing happens, and then, you know, you, you flip out this is basically the same thing as saying that let go of that. Let go of that. You are dead and you are reborn with that of Christ. So when Christ was crucified on the cross, everything that was of you, everything that come to be that of sin, is wiped clean. It's wiped clean. And when Christ was risen, three days later, you are risen in a new life. You're, you're new. All that which was is gone. So each day, speak over your life. That's what I'm saying. Each day, speak over your life. Speak it out. Speak that you're going to have a good day. Speak that, you know, you're going to be able to do this, you're going to be able to do that. But like I said, with speaking it, your actions confirm. <laughs> My God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's see, we're going to back up here. It says, But now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. So that's what I'm saying we must our whole attitude and everything that we speak has to change. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of his creator. Oh my god, did I not just say that? Mm, um, it shit. Did I not just touch on that? When I said earlier about, hmm, my God, about what you say, you say, oh, you know, I have confidence. But why do you have confidence? Confidence is not something that just boom. You have confidence in yourself. Some of us has to find it. We have to realize that we can do something. And then once we realize that we can do it, then we're like, oh, wow. I can do this. Now we have confidence. But, brothers and sisters, that was already there. What does it say right here? What does it say? It says, Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. So that knowledge. Come on, people. The knowledge that you have gained of knowing that I did this, so now I have confidence. So I'm confident. So that's knowledge. You, you, you're aware now that you can do it. And so now it becomes it becomes a normal thing for you. Like riding a bicycle, you're afraid. Everybody roll the bicycle and are like, oh man, I can't You know, get on there. You, you can do it because it takes balance, coordination. It takes all of that. You got to coordinate. Your mind said everything. Your body got to be, and then you got to let go of fear. So you got to let go of your fear of falling, but you got to first let go of your fear of not being able to do it. And then you got to let go of your fear of falling. And once you get on there, you balance, and then it's like, boom, you're off. You're off. And so now when you get on, you don't even, when when you see a bicycle, you don't even think about it. You just get on the start riding. You don't even think about it. It don't even, you, huh? it's like getting behind the wheel of a car. You know, you get once you learn how to drive the right way, <laughs> bless the <you>, old oh God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's a whole nother topic. I ain't even going to get into that. But once you learn how to drive the right way, when you get behind a car, you don't even think about it. You get in, you put the key, you put, you know, you put your key in the ignition, <clears> or <throat> well, whatever your routine is. Some of us, we get in, the first thing we do is we lock the door, put our seatbelts on. Now, I don't know about you, but that's the first thing I do when I get in. I make sure my door is locked. Once my door is locked, it don't matter what else I do. That way, I know that I can keep. Whoever's outside from coming inside. Amen? And so that way, I can take my time to put my seatbelt on. I can take my time to make sure that I'm positioned. I can take my time to put my key in addition. I can take my time and put shades on. or put an eyeglass. Whatever I need to do. Amen? But that's my first thing I do is I get in, lock my door, my seatbelt on, do what I got to do, 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 create a car, I'm gone. My point is that we don't even think about, okay, how do I do this? Oh, okay, uh, I got to put, okay, I, I, I'm supposed to put my foot on the brake and then shift. I got to make sure I put my foot on the brake before I try to shift. Oh, I got to check, make sure I don't have my emergency brake on because I think I put my emergency brake on earlier. And then. So we don't even think about that. We just do it. We just do it. Because it has become knowledge unto us on how to do it. <laughs> oh my God. Learning how to pray is in the Word. The Lord has told us, has shown us, and taught us how to pray. Thou Father, God in heaven, hallowed be thy name. It's right in the Word. That's knowledge. And see, once we start speaking it, we learn it, and then we just keep going. That's knowledge. And that's what the Word is seeing. And see, people of God, that's what I'm trying to get you to understand. my God. Live as those made alive in Christ. We must begin to walk our lives in that of the authority that has been given unto us. We must begin to speak over our lives and the lives of our loved ones, those who are attached unto that of our lineage. We must begin to use the power and the authority that's been given unto us when we were reborn. Hear me what I say, when we were reborn in Christ. Because see, once we was reborn in Christ, we've gained knowledge. We gained the power, the authority. It was revealed unto us. So we must use it. We must speak it. We must live as those made alive in Christ. So I say again, do not lie to each other since, my God, since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of his creator. Here, there is no. Gentile or Jew. Circumcised or uncircumcised. Barbarian or Sicilian. Slave or free. But Christ is all. And is in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other. And forgive one another. If any of you. Has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. My God. Let me start right there. De What does it just say? It says if any one of you have a grievance. Against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. See. We got some of y'all holding on to grudges. 20, 30 years old. You hold on to grudges that's so old that <laughs> it's like you had a grudge ever since you were 9 years old against that person. Like, really? Life don't move don't Things don't change around you. People don't came born into this world and people don't love this world and you still got a grudge. For what? And in some cases, a person you got a grudge against a person's you know, God bless. They don't pass and go. But you still set in your ways because you got a grudge. So with having that grudge, you can't live your life like you, need live, like you need to live your life. And you are not receiving the blessings that God has for you because you got a grudge. You have not forgiven. Oh, my God. For those who have been following me and have been listening to the podcast for, you know, for a good minute now, you may remember the episode and the message that came forth uh, that was titled, I believe it was titled, Forgiveness is More Than Just a Word. People of God, forgiveness is more than just a word. It really truly is. Now, I'm saying this because it says you're forgiven as the Lord forgave you. Okay, You have a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And look, okay, look. Let's be honest with one another. I know it's not easy. It's not always easy. Some people do you wrong. I mean, they do you wrong. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they, they, they cut you. They cut you deep. But at the same time, why are you giving all that power to them? Why are you allowing them to have that over you? Yeah, they did you wrong, but do you not understand by you not forgiving them that you're hindering yourself from moving on you hinder yourself from receiving what God has desired to release into your life because you haven't forgiven so since you haven't forgiven God can't forgive you and see I think I think that still goes over some people's head because they're still stuck on that oh that person did they ain't had to do me like okay they don't did it What's done is done. It's gone. It's over. You know what I'm saying? Just like that breakfast you had this morning. You don't eat it. It's gone. It's going to pass through. It's gone. <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying? Don't. Yeah. My God. Don't 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 let what somebody did to you. Or didn't do to you. Or for you. Or whatever. Said. Didn't say. Whatever. 10 years ago. 15 years ago. 30. Whatever. Don't let that hinder you. From being receiveth of what God is intending to release into your life. Because people of God, forgiveness is more than just a word. When you forgive, you will not believe what you set in motion. You set in motion the process for blessings, heavenly blessings to be released into your life. And for forgiveness to be, my God, clothed upon you. child don't hear me see y'all still stuck you're still stuck you're stuck on what somebody did and see the devil knows this and he will keep keep hitting you with it like reruns just keep hit boom just like the tv stations do they keep hitting you with these reruns that's what the devil do he just keep boom he he keep triggering things in your thoughts To make you think about what somebody did wrong to you. And then you respond. What you need to do. Just like I'm saying here with this message. Is speak over your life. Yes. That person did me wrong. But I have forgiven them. Satan get the hints away from me. You can no longer tempt me. With that. I have given it up to my Lord. And Savior. I have forgiven. Just as he has forgiven me people of God, you got to speak on that thing because if you don't, it will ride you. You hear what I'm saying? It will ride you. And it will ride you to the point to where it will hinder you from your blessings. And that's what the devil wants. He doesn't want you to be blessed. And he definitely don't want you to get the knowledge that will make you invincible. That will make you strong. It, it, oh, shit. Hmm. But I digress. Let me move on. Let me say this one time. Bear, 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 bear. Bear with each other. And forgive one another. If any of you. Has grievance. Against someone. Forgive. As the Lord forgave you. And over all These virtues. Put on love, God, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Wow. You know, that is so true because love conquers all. Love conquers all. Love is the wrapping or the gift, my God, that you present. It's a total shadow my God. That's what it just says in a word. That's simple. What it says, it says, and over all of these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together. My God. Binds it all together, people of God. Hmm. I know forgiveness is not easy. For some people, it's very hard to forgive someone because they did so much to you. And it can not really be so much. It could be that one thing that they did that just really, it hurt you so bad down to your soul that it's hard for you to see over it. It's hard for you to let it go. And every time you even just think of that person, not alone see them. Or every time there's a thought or something that triggers a thought of that person or triggers a thought of something associated with that person, you you begin to think, you cringe, and you just, ooh, you get that look on your face like, ooh, ooh, I just would just, ooh, they better not show their face right now. But people of God, you must begin allowing the healing process to take place. And that starts when you forgive. You'll be surprised. The healing. That you will receive. You'll be surprised. The blessings that will open up. Oh my God. And be showered down upon your life. When you forgive. I'm not saying it's an easy process. I do not do not take this wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it's an easy process. But what I am saying. Just like all processes. You must do your part. And your part is you must forgive. That's your part. Forgive. Stick to it. Reconfirm it whenever the devil tries to push it back up in your face. Reconfirm it. And God will do the rest. He will do the rest. He will do the rest. My God. Thank you, Jesus. It's like going to the doctor, you know, when you have something going on and you, when you find out what's going on. You say, okay, I got an issue. Okay. The process to healing when going through a doctor, the process of healing is, number one, you say, okay, something's going on with me. I want to go to the doctor. That's the first step. Okay, that's the first thing you need to do. That's your part. Second thing, once you go to the doctor, Tells you, okay, this is what we found. You ask questions. Okay, get an understanding. That's the second thing. That's your part. Okay? He says, okay, this is what I, I feel that we need to do to take care of the situation. He prescribes something to you or he tells you to do this. The third part is for you to follow the instructions that the doctor gives you. That's the third thing you need to do. That's your part. Okay? That's, that leads to the process of you being healed. Now, once you leave the doctor, all those three things come together. And that last part is crucial. You must do what they tell you to do. Follow through. When you follow through, you have done your part. So everything else will fall in line. Whatever they gave you, it says take it, you take it. You take it how many times they tell you to take it. And you take it for however long they tell you to take it. The healing process. Well, it's no different when you're forgiving someone. The first thing you must do, and that's your part, is you must forgive, okay? It's it's not that easy, and I get it. I, I do get it. Trust me, I get it. But you forgive. And whether you tell that person you forgive, or whether you speak it out and say, Heavenly Father, I have this one thing that I, that's been heavy, and I know it's not right before you. It's grieving you. I know I forgive so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so. And you speak it, and you say it from your heart. And you repent for that you have had these feelings towards this person. And once you have done that, that's your first step. You have forgiven them, whether you do it directly or indirectly. Indirectly is through prayer. Directly is in person. And a lot of times, that might not be a good thing. You know, sometimes it's best to just forgive and do it in prayer and repent. Once you do that, that's the first step. Okay, now the processing of healing is taking place. Because you've done your part. And that was to forgive. The second thing, reconfirm. Because the devil is going to try to present that back in your face. He is going to present it back in your face. There's going to be little things that's going to trigger thoughts of that person or either what that person did. And then you're going to think about it. You're going to be like, mm. And so now your anger, that urge is going to come back. And then see, now you're going to be back in that position where you're not forgiving them. But no, you need to rebuke that and say, no, I will not. I've forgiven that person. I've let that go. That is no longer a part of my life. I have confessed and and I have repented until that of my Lord and Savior. And you say, I rebuke you. And then you just keep moving on. But there are going to be times periodically that you're going to have to reconfirm that. And you're going to have to speak against those thoughts that Satan will try to throw at you. Okay? That's your part. The Lord going to take care of the rest. The healing part, it's going to get to a point to where it's not gonna even have, you're not going to even have those thoughts no more. It's not going to even be a challenge to you. Because the devil is going to understand, okay, well, I can't get him with that no more. So I'm going to try this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go to another area of their life and this and that, da, 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 da. da. But you must be steadfast in that. You must be steadfast in speaking over your day. Because once you have spoken it out there, you must reconfirm. You get what I'm saying? And it's not just reconfirming that which you're speaking in your words. But it's also in that of your action and that of your deeds. So you speak it. But it's that of your action that reconfirms it. In other words, you got to walk in it. You got to walk in it. Mm, My God, you got to walk in it. Thank you, Father God. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these things, of all this virtue, put on love. Of all these things, it's love. It's love. Which binds them all together. in perfect unity is love. So you must allow yourself to have love for that person or persons. And that is not something that's going to be within yourself. That's something that you got to find that through Christ. You got to love him through Christ. Because within that of yourself alone. is not possible. I'm sorry. I don't care what nobody tried to tell you. I don't care what nobody said. To love someone in that of your flesh for what they have done wrong, you cannot alone by yourself do that. You have to do that through the love of Christ, through the presence, through the forgiveness of Christ. You have to. That's the only way you're going to be able to do it. Because within that of yourself alone, it is not possible. It is not. Because the flesh does not forgive my God thank you Jesus let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts since as members of one body you are called to peace and be thankful Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and demolish One another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs for the spirit. Let me say that again because I'm thinking that some people probably heard but they didn't listen. Hmm. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and abolish one another with all wisdom through psalms and hymns and songs from the Spirit. Singing to God with gratitude. Oh, my God, that word gratitude. <laughs> See, some of us are not grateful. And God is looking at us and saying, You ungrateful people. Because see, God is doing for us, but we're still bickering and moaning and complaining. And God is just wanting to say to you, You ungrateful people, have I not done anything for you? Jesus. Hmm, let me move on. Because see, that'll cause me to get into a a whole nother message. Singing to God with gratitude in your hearts and Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. Nothing to get into that one either because see, oh my god, thank you. I just had a thought, and I'm gonna tell some of y'all be mindful when you know that you've been called to a ministry, when you know that that's where you're supposed to be, and that you're there to help that man or woman of God to bring forth the manifestation of the vision that has been bestowed upon them. Be careful that you don't serve out of that of your flesh, but that you're serving out of that of the Spirit that has led you to be a servant. Because see, you're not a servant per se unto that man or woman of God. You're a servant unto God. You're there to aid that person so that The vision that has been bestowed or the vision has been revealed unto them can go forth in manifestation. But some of us get caught up and we wind up being servants or we allow ourselves or we put ourselves in that position to where now we're servants unto that person in a way that is that of the flesh and not that of the spirit. So, people of God, keep this in mind. Because it says, give thanks to God, the Father, through him, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Amen. So, you are certain. My God. That old sheep. You are. Make sure I'm saying this right because this is coming. Oh, shut little shit. You are aiding that man and woman of God on behalf of Christ. So, therefore, who are you truly serving? You're serving Christ. I know we say, you know. Being a servant to that man, you know, to the man of God. I know we say that, but what does the word says right here? It says, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. Anyone who does wrong will be repaid for their wrongs and there is no favoritism. Now that last part, that's just me finishing up what I have here in notes, but I just really want you to understand that when it says it is the Lord Christ you are serving, have an understanding. When you sense that you, that you belong at a certain ministry, a certain church, and then you join that church and then you become a part of one of the ministries, one of the many ministries within that church. Don't get caught up in your flesh and go to serving in that of your flesh. Because that is not the purpose and that is not the reason why you're there. Now what you're doing is you're walking in a disobedience and you're doing wrong. You want to stay in alignment of what you have been called. And that's to serve Christ. And you're serving Christ because you're aiding the man or the woman of God to bring forth in manifestation the vision that has been revealed unto them. So, in other words, you're aiding them. You're helping. My God, I know we say serve, but truthfully, we're serving the Lord. And we're doing what we're doing for that man and woman of God on the behalf, on behalf of the Lord. God shut up. So, I hope that, I, my God, I hope that it helps some of y'all. I really do. I, and once again, I want to say this I'm not. Thank you, Jesus. I'm not trying to prophesize about nothing, about anyone, for anyone, for anything. But whatever I sense. My heart, whatever comes to my thoughts, to my spirit, and I know that it's related to that which God wants me to say, I will speak it. But I'm very mindful of what I say and I'm mindful because it comes on me. It comes on me. So that's why I pray before I do these. I do the podcasts. I pray that I will have an open heart, an open spirit, an open mind to be received, and to be received. That what God wants me to say. So, I'm mindful of what I say. I really am being diligent and mindful of what I say. So, a lot of what I share with you, I share with you because it's a life experience. Meaning that I've experienced it. I have experienced it. Or I'm experiencing it now. And people of God, the things that I say to you, along with you forth the word of God to encourage you, like I said, is something that I have experienced. I am sharing part of my testimony. The same way as I have said and I've spoken in the past and in previous episodes, I have told you about Christ and how... Um, We're to take his life We're to take take the course of his life As a lesson And as encouragement To stand strong through what we're going through Because we see what he went through And we see that he he made it through He persevered And he was rewarded So we're to take that same And we're to use it To encourage and strengthen ourselves with So that we can make it through What we're enduring Persevere and be rewarded well, that's Christ's testimony. That's a testimony of his life before us, among us. And, and the same thing. Now, I'm not saying that I'm Christ, but what I am saying is that that's my testimony. And so I'm using my testimony along with what God shows me in his word as encouragement unto you. So I want you to understand. And I really want it to be clear. I'm nobody great. And when I say I'm nobody great, I'm not trying to make myself be somebody that I'm not. I simply am doing what is laid upon my heart to do. And I sense that is to encourage my brothers and sisters in Christ. Each and every day we go through life-changing issues. We we deal with situations that come forth upon us. We're faced with many challenges. And we can have some good days and not so good days. And we can have some days that are in between. We can start off good, then something that happened, and then it just screws up the whole rest of the day. Just like I said earlier, you speak over your day. You receive the day. You're thankful to be alive. You speak over your day. Go out the door, you're good to go, you're fired up, you're heading to work. Somebody cut you off, you flip out. You allow that person to screw your day up, but you spoke of your day. That's why I said you can speak over your day, but it's your actions that will confirm. That's why you must continue to speak, and you also must. God, allow yourself to be governed in that of the spirit so that you're confirming, you're reconfirming, you come, you spoke it, but then you're reconfirming it by speaking it again and by rebuking whatever goes for, but then also by setting an example in that of how you carry yourself and respond. You're putting one and two together, amen. Oh, my God. It's the flesh that is weak, the spirit that is willing. See, the flesh is not, the the flesh don't want to be governed. The flesh want to do what they want to do, what they want to do, when they want to do. So we must be always in that of the spirit. We must be always governed under that of the spirit. All right, everyone. Um, That is a notification. Let me know that it's uh, that time of the show to bring forth the spiritual food for Paul. Oh, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I um, have been setting for the uh, this part of the show to come a little earlier, but in the last episode and previous episodes, I was running over running past time, uh, in bringing forth the message. And so I decided to, uh, rearrange some things and, um, make the spiritual food for thought, um, a little bit farther in the show. Um, so that, that which is on my heart to share with you, I can go ahead and share it without being interrupted. And, um, you can be received with what need to be received. Amen. So uh, we're going to go ahead and come forward with the spiritual food for thought. Um, spiritual food for thought for this week's um, message is. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and demolish one another. With all wisdom, through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing it to God with gratitude in your hearts. we will say that again. Spiritual food for thought for this week. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and abolish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, sing it to God with gratitude in your hearts, now, people of God. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and close in a minute, and, um, but I want to say this because the word gratitude is sticking out to me, it, 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 just like it did earlier when I was reading the you know reading from my notes in the message. But that word gratitude, I wrote gratitude is sticking out to me and. Seeing that word gratitude makes me think. It makes me think. And what it makes me think is. Where have I been in my gratitude to God? Have I been thankful for what he has blessed and released into my life? Or have I been bickering and moaning and bitching and carrying on? Ungrateful. Ungrateful. Can God speak to me and say, you ungrateful people or you ungrateful person? Can can God words say that? And it really makes me think, have I been? Whether knowingly or unknowingly, have I been ungrateful? Because something didn't happen and was I beaking or moaning about it? Or a a particular thing took place and I, I wanted it to go a different way. And it didn't go the way that I, I, I wanted it or desired it to go. And so, you know, I'm breaking and I'm moaning about it. And I'm like, you know, I should have did this. I should have got that. Or I should have been able to do this. Or should this or do that. You know, and we do that. I'm guilty. I mean, I'm calling myself out. I'm calling myself out. See, like I told you, people of God. I'm being transparent. Because see, in my... Carrying out my assignment to encourage my brothers and sisters to encourage anyone. I'm sharing with you my testimony. And with that testimony, I'm sharing some things that whew, whew, I haven't shared with anybody. And there's some things, and I mean, I mean, come on, y'all know what I'm saying. There's some things that we just don't we just don't share with everybody. We may have that one person that we might, we might share it with, but there's some things that we don't share because we either shame or, you know, we just don't think they need to know. But most likely 9 out of 10 the time, it's because we're ashamed of it, we're ashamed. We're frightened. We're afraid of what they might think of us or whatever, whatever, whatever. But my brothers and sisters, at the end of the day, the one thing that we need to keep in mind. It is impossible to please man. So in sharing what has taken place in our lives. The one person it matters to is God. What does God say? What is God showing you? Because see, anybody can say anything. But what is God saying? So, we have to allow ourselves that moment to really think and say, okay, was I dishonoring? Did I say or do something that was ungrateful? That showed that I was ungrateful? You know, I could have been desiring something, you know, a particular blessing and, and, and God came through, but... It wasn't what I expected. To me, I, I sense, I feel that it wasn't enough. I got into my fleshly feelings, and I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah, God bless me, but um, it wasn't enough. Well, maybe it was something you were supposed to do that made up that other one percent. But we bicker that morning because we think that God should have came through a hundred percent, but maybe He came through fifty percent, seventy-five percent. Maybe he came through ninety-nine point nine percent and that other point 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 zero zero you supposed to do. But yet you're bitching in the moaning and groaning about it. And God God the kind and gentle and loving and forgiving God and that he is, is just sitting just Wow, and probably just wanting to say to you, my son, my daughter, the reason for that shortage and my blessing unto you is because it was your duty, it was your responsibility to do such and such and such, which would have made up that other 1% or that other point zero 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 one percent or a point high whatever but you immediately got into your feelings because you felt that I should have gave you all god might have been doing that for a reason he might have been doing that to get you to see what you have in you To get you to see the value in it, to get you to see the capabilities in that of you. And then also, which a lot of people will say, is sometimes that God will not release everything to you. He will release a little bit to see what you do with it. And if you do with it the way that is pleasing unto him, you handle it correctly, then he will release the rest. Now, we say that more so with that of monetary blessings than we do with anything else. But it goes hand in hand. I I feel that's my take on it. Okay. So if you're going to quote me, make sure you quote that I said that that's my take on it. You know, others may have their opinion. Others may come with something that's a little bit more standard in the word. But that's my take on it. Now. The word gratitude, as I said, I'm about to go ahead and close this up. People of God, just take a moment and think about that. Think about this, that whole entire scripture. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and abolish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit singing to God with gratitude in your hearts when going through some things and dealing with things sometimes it's hard to have gratitude sometimes it's hard to be cheerful um to be joyful to have a pelt in our step as they say you know because we're going we're dealing with some stuff and so we really some of us we just want to be left alone we don't want to hear nothing we don't want to say nothing we don't want to experience nothing. We don't want to be a part of nothing. We don't just be left alone. And so we get into that little slump. We go down into that little point. That little nook. In a dark cave. But God is saying be grateful. <laughs> Let's say right here. Sink into God with gratitude in your hearts. So. No matter what it's looking like. No matter what you have. Don't have. What you received. Didn't receive. Or how much of it you received. Be grateful. Be grateful. Because see. God has not forgotten what you need. He knows what you need. But there's a reason to his method. There's a reason. There's a strategy. There's a plan. So if he releases a little bit to you. There's a method for that. There's a reason. Be grateful for what you have. Be content for what you have for the moment. Now hear me now. Be content for what you have or what you're able to do for the moment. Continue to pray. In that of my God expectations. But do it patiently, ungrudgingly. <laughs> My God. My God. And without selfishness. And do it with gratitude. I think, Michael, uh, when I was waiting on something to take place, and I remember sitting. In the church. And it was at that time of the day. It was in the morning. And I, you know, I sit in the church and I do I, I I pray. That was the time that I would pray. I would sit and, and just be, you know, just usher myself in God's presence. Waiting for something to you know to take place, waiting for him to say something or something to be to, to drop into my spirit to, drop my heart, to be stolen to me. And I remember sitting there and thinking to myself, man, when is this going to end? When is this what I'm waiting on going to take place? And I just remember thinking to myself, and I just can't wait for this to happen, that to happen, and all, you know. And I remember the words came to me and said, trust the process. I haven't forgotten about you, trust the process. You just got to just trust the process. Don't give up. Have faith. Trust the process. And don't worry stuck with me. Trust the process. And when you can't see him, you can't track him. There's no GPS. There's no tracking number. But you just, when you trust him, you can just it in your heart and in your spirit. It's gonna get done. Matter of fact, it's already done. It's already done in the heavens you're just waiting for the manifestation I'm gonna start right there because y'all ain't catching that y'all y'all ain't following that y'all ain't following that it's already done in the heavens you're just waiting for the manifestation to take place here on earth you're just waiting to see, physically see it with your carnal eyes and you can say God did this for me but people of God My God, thank you, Jesus. People of God, we must begin to stand strong in that of faith and know that what we have asked of God, he will bestow. And that which we've given unto him to take and to be protected for or to put it into some kind of manifestation, it is already done because he's more than able and capable. And we must see it to be done And know that we must be patient. Because in the spirit it's done. But in that of the carnalness, that of our eyes and that of the flesh, we are waiting for the manifestation because we don't see it. The The perception of that, of carnal perception and spiritual perception are two different things. It is done. In the spirit, but the carnalness of the perception has to wait for the manifestation to be seen. So what, you, my God? What God says is taking place; He's already commanded it in the heavens. Now you must be patient and wait for the manifestation to take place here on earth, so that the carnal perception, your carnalness, can see it. And see, that's why we get caught up and say, well, you know what ain't gonna happen, that isn't is because see, we 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 don't see it. And until we see it, we're not gonna believe that's gonna happen. And that's why we must get out of the belief of that in the oh my God. Whew, thank you, Holy Spirit. The belief in that of the flesh, and allow ourselves to be in beliefs in that of the spirit, the discerning of that. and start leaning so much on fleshly discerning allow ourselves to stand scrolling that spiritual discerning and knowing that it's done that the flesh is just waiting for manifestation because the flesh does not understand nor can it perceive that of the spirit my God mmm That's why I say to you, my brothers and sisters, receive these messages with an open heart, open spirit, mind so that you can perceive it, receive it, discern it in the spirit, not in your flesh, because the flesh cannot discern with the spirit. People of God, okay, so I'm going to leave with something because I'm getting weak. I'm, my time is running. I don't want to go too much over my time. I try to make my messages as short as possible because I want you to be able to receive what is coming forth um, and not get lost in that of the transformation, and right? that of the bringing forth and presenting the content. But to leave you with this, as I'm getting ready to close and getting ready to sign this off on this episode, um, live as those made alive in Christ. I want you to get this because see, this this got me right here. This got me right here, and it helped me. I'm just gonna simply say it like that. It helped me, and and, and with, 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 with each message, with the with the, the blog messages that I, I, I post every day and with the podcast every Wednesday. People of God, my brothers and sisters, do understand that I am being encouraged at the same time that you are encouraged. Um, I get the encouragement first, but even through the message, even through presenting the message unto you, I'm encouraged even the more. I'm Receiving something that I did not receive when I was in the midst of putting the message together. When God was showing me in his word, what to use, what scripture. And then see, it's speaking to me. The scriptures are speaking to me. And so I'm like, yeah, okay. So we use that, we use that, we use that. And then I may add something to it. If I sense it in my spirit to do so, I add something to it. What I sense I had it, but then as I'm bringing the message to you, there's other things that will come to me, just like with the gratitude, something it just came to me, it's like boom, mention this, and so I mentioned it people of God this is really powerful right here we, we must do this, we must do this because we're dealing with some un certain times. We're dealing with some unruly actions. And people are taking some bold steps. They're making bold steps. They're they're, they're doing some bold moves. People are doing some things that we never would have imagined would take place. People are going off in ways that you're, you're like, wow, did I just see that? So I'm saying to you right now, you're woke, stay woke. If you're not woke, you need to get woke. (laughs) You need to wake up. And once you're woken up, I need you to stay woke. Each and every morning, you open your eyes. Be thankful for the day that's been blessed unto you. Be thankful that you have the breath of life in you and that you can breathe. Is wonderful and blissful air in your lungs, and that you are in right mind and sound mind, and you have strength in your body, as well as that of mobility my God, and health. And then I want you to begin to speak over your day. You know what your day is like, you know what you're going to be facing, you know, and you speak over that. And you speak over even what you don't know. You just speak your day to be what you're desiring it to be. And what God is showing you in your time of prayer before him. And through the day, you must reconfirm. And that reconfirming is not just you speaking, but it's also your actions when certain things happen. Because see, if something happens and you're like, man, really? No, don't do that. Just say. No, I have spoken over my day, and I have spoken my day to be this. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Get the hints away from me. And then you you move. Amen. My God. People are gonna look at you in a whole different way. And, and, and when you do it enough, trust me, they're gonna be wanting to know, bro, what 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 you got going on that you so calm? And knowing how you were before, that you probably went off on some things, or you said some choice words, you know, you might not have got all upset, but you said some choice words. But here, you're not. You're quoting scripture to them, or you're speaking in a way that's educated, and they're like, "Bro, what you been watching? <laughs> what you been? Who, who, who you been talking to?" And you say, "No, man, I just been praying, it's giving myself to God." and then they're going to be they're going to be curious and they're going to ask and then they're going to want they're going to want some of what you got they're going to want it and that's where you have the opportunity to share the gospel of Christ with them because they're going to see how wonderful things are in your life they're going to see how you're able to respond to bad things happening everybody's frantic and running around you calm doing what you need to do Putting this in place, putting that in place, and they're gonna be looking at you like, dude, you all right? <laughs> Don't you see what's going on? Yeah, I see what's going on, man. Yeah, I know, I'm good. And you just keep doing what you're doing because you know you, my God, you know you're good, and you know God got you. <sighs> my God, damn little shit. God. Let me let me get this in now. But people of God, that's what I want to leave with you: live as those made alive in Christ. Man, that's the one thing. The second thing is I want you to get the spiritual food for thought. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and demolish one another with all wisdom through psalms and hymns and songs from the Spirit. singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. Okay. Those are the two things I want to leave with you. And I'm hoping that you will be receiveth of it and that you will do what is necessary for the blessings of God to be carried out in your life, Amen. some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from Colossians 3, that's one through five, seven through seventeen, twenty-four through twenty-five, and is found in the NIV. Once again, some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from Colossians 3, one through five, seven through seventeen. And 24 through 25 in the NIV. Okay, I thank you, my brothers and sisters, for taking time out of your day to be receivers of this message. I know we ran a little long today, um, but I pray that you were able to receive what it was needed to be received. And you can always listen to it again if there's something that you missed or something that you need to listen to again. Um, I pray. For you to truly, truly grasp what God is wanting you to understand. Because it's in understanding, it's in knowledge that we prosper. Because the word says, my people perish from lack of knowledge. So people of God, let us be knowledgeable. Let us allow ourselves to be received of knowledge. And we must begin to do that by having an open heart. The mind spirit so that we can discern in the spirit and not be discerning so much in the flesh because the flesh does not know and have no idea nor can it perceive anything of that of the spirit so we must do so through that of the spirit my god and it will be allowed unto us in a way that we can carry it out through that of our flesh no so with that being said my brothers and sisters I'm going to close and I thank you once again for your time spent and that which you have sacrificed to be received of this week's message. And may the blessings of the Lord be with you. May you continue to live as he lived, because as I said, my God, live life as those made alive in Christ's Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day and may the rest of your week be more of the joyfulness and graciousness of that of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus.